Welcome to the FCBC NYC podcast. We're so thankful that you decided to join us in this moment and in this season in your life. Our prayer is that this podcast will be a catalyst for conversion and transformation and that you will be inspired and renewed in such a tremendous way that your desire will be to be your best for God. Again, thank you for listening, and we're excited to see what is next in your life. We are an ever-evolving community of visionaries, dreamers, and doers who have been called by God to live the lives we're created to live, commanded by God to love beyond the limits of our prejudices, and commissioned by God to serve, called to live, commanded to love, and commissioned to serve. Amen. Listen, beloved, I won't be long today. I want to continue a passage of scripture from last week found in the gospel of Matthew. In fact, I'm going to read the scripture in its entirety from last week and then including today's passage of it, Matthew 14, verses 22 through 31. Matthew 14, 22 through 31. And this is how It reads, immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. By this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Come on, beloved, let's pray. God, we thank you and we honor you on this day. We're grateful, O oh God, for even now, how you continue to remind us of your presence. We're grateful, O oh God, that you are mindful of us. Sometimes, O oh God, we take that for granted, but your mindfulness is an indication of your love and your graciousness towards us. We thank you, God. We ask, O oh God, in this time that is ours to share, that you would continue to open eyes and minds and hearts, that we might be receptive to not only what is heard, but what is felt, what is experienced in this moment, but more than that, what is revealed through your word, O God. We thank you, Lord, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen, beloved. I want to read verses 30 and 31 again of that passage. That's the focus for this week, 30 and 31 of Matthew 14. 
But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, you of little faith, why did you doubt? For the next few moments, beloved, I want to share just from this basic thought, two words, stay focused. Stay focused. Peter was now doing the impossible seemingly. Against all that was working against him, Peter was now walking on water. He was doing what he had witnessed his leader, his teacher, his friend Jesus do. And upon that invitation from Jesus, Peter now found himself walking in the same power, the same authority, and the same capacity as Jesus. Peter is now doing the very thing that, again, was seemingly impossible. And the scripture is very clear in this point. It said, while Peter was walking on water, while he was doing the seemingly impossible, when in that moment he was the living embodiment of infinite possibilities, he began to sink. He went from doing the impossible to experiencing what was expected. Oh, I hope you heard that. He went from doing the impossible to experiencing what was expected because nobody expected Peter to walk on water. And here he was doing it, doing it. He was in that moment the embodiment not only of infinite possibilities, but he also was the embodiment of Jesus's possibilities. In that very moment, walking against the odds, against the potential naysayers in the boat, he was doing it. And one little line that captures what I think is so critical and pertinent for all of us today, it says this, but when he noticed the strong wind, he began to sink. This scene is an amazing scene only because I remember preaching this years ago, as I said on last week, when one year I was in revival here at FCBC before I was a pastor. And for three nights, I preached from this scripture, this scene of Peter walking on water. And I remember saying then, and I've said since then in other formats, that this scene is one of those scenes where we read our expectation or read our analysis into the text. I'm sure many of you who've heard this scene before, read it before, or maybe heard it preached before, we've often heard that statement, Peter took his eyes off of Jesus. And when he took his eyes off of Jesus, he began to sink. But you have to go back to the beginning of the story that I talked about last week. It was nighttime. It was in the third watch of the night, the darkest moment in the night. And Peter and the other disciples could not see who it was. This is why Peter said, well, if it is you, bid me to come. He could not identify. All he heard was Jesus' voice, not a face, not a visual. He heard the voice of Jesus bid him to come. And he got out of the boat and he began to walk on water. But here it is. It said when he noticed the strong wind, not when he took his eyes off Jesus, because faith is not about what you see. Faith is trusting in what you are not always overconfident about and still moving forward anyway. But it said when he noticed the strong wind, what does that mean? When he noticed 
what was working against his walking. When he noticed the obstacle, the challenge, the problem, he began to sink. You need to hear this, beloved, because Peter was walking and the wind never stopped blowing. Peter was walking and the challenge never vanquished, never disappeared. That he was walking on the water in the midst of the storm, facing the wind, and he was doing it in spite of the obstacles. But when he started noticing what was against him, he began to sink. I hope you capture that today. I wonder how many times in your life you've resonated with Peter's experience. I mean, here you are doing what you thought you could not do, embodying something you thought was unimaginable, doing the very things you maybe dreamt of, you hoped for, you desired in your heart, and they began to make, be made manifest. We're not just talking about walking on water, but those own moments that you've identified as those miracle moments in your life where you found yourself caught up in the swell and in the tide of your expectations for yourself, your dreams, your aspirations, your goals that you set, and everything is falling in place. The thing you thought you could not do, you find yourself doing, and you're doing it against the odds, against the grain, in the face of obstacles, in the face of opposition, and you're so committed to the thing you're doing that you don't have time to pay attention at what is going on against you. You're so fixated on the goal, the dream, the aspiration that you never pause to think about you were doing it in spite of, in spite of the naysayers, in spite of the people who doubted, in spite of the people who did not believe, in spite of the adverse situation, in spite of the fact that the odds were stacked against you, in spite of all those things, you were doing it. But somewhere along the journey, while you were doing the thing that was unimaginable, you actually paused and paid attention to what was working against you. You paid attention to the people, the situations. And seemingly were going against you. And things started to unravel piece by piece. Now, here's the thing you need to remember today, and I said I wouldn't be long this morning. Here's what you need to remember. What were you doing before you started paying attention to what was working against you? You were doing the thing connected to your dreams, your hopes, your aspirations. You were so focused on that goal, that dream, those aspirations, that you didn't lend your ears to negativity. You didn't lean into toxicity. You did not find yourself undermined by other spaces, places, and people who did not have the best for you because you were focused on the goal. Focus on the dream. Focus on those aspirations. I, I hope I'm talking to somebody today. Because maybe you're in that space where you've been paying too much attention to folk and situations that seemingly were designed to sink your ship, to undermine your future. It can happen like that. You can go from the highest pinnacle of achievement to the lowest level of disappointment in a second. Not because people are working against you. They were always working against. There will always be people working against your aspiration. The question is, in what direction did you lean? 
Did you lean deeper into the very thing you had been doing, the accomplishments, the goals, the dreams? Or for a moment, you got distracted by what was working against you. I know you have been there. I've been there. And, 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 it, and, it, and, and it happens so subtly. In such a subtle fashion, you can experience the upending of your moment, the upending of your dream and goal, because for a split second, you lost focus and started noticing the strong wind. You started noticing the strong wind so much that you forgot what was working for you. You started noticing the strong wind so much, you forgot what you had already accomplished. You started noticing the strong wind so much that you became fixated on the opposition, which always seemingly is in the minority and could not focus on the majority of what was surrounding you, that there were people encouraging you, pushing you, who were there for you. More than that, God was there. And in that moment, you started noticing the strong wind. You got a little unfocused. All I'm saying this morning, beloved, in those moments where there's a subtle yet unnerving temptation to be distracted, sometimes by disenchantment, in those moments where you can subtly be knocked off course, not because of other people, but because you shifted your focus. All I'm reminding you today is remember what you've done already and remember what you have been doing. You have been achieving. You have been successful. You have been working and grinding and trying to make those dreams, those goals, those aspirations come to pass, and you've been doing it. And can I just pause for a second? You've been doing it and so focused on it that you didn't even pause to recognize what you had been doing, and you forgot to give yourself credit for the accomplishment. I know that temptation. So fixated and so driven that you never pause along the way to honor progress. You never pause along the way to celebrate you and to celebrate what you've been doing. You've been grinding so hard you forgot that it was God's glory and God's presence. You've been hustling so hard you forgot to pause and realize that you're living now in past dreams, past dreams that are now coming alive, and you stopped and forgot to acknowledge that. How many of you today are living in a moment that you dreamt of years ago? How many of you today are actually living in the space that you hoped for? I know that in my youthful days as a preacher, I could not have imagined. I remember when I started pastoring, I imagined wanting to lead a congregation with such dynamism and such vision and such, and such embeddedness in community that that, that that was my hope. I wanted to lead a place that would be doing the work that God would be pleased. And what happened, I was so fixated on going and going and going and going and going. I didn't honor those who wanted to celebrate what was happening. I didn't always honor those who wanted to pause and say, listen, this is a great thing God is doing in this place. I was so fixated on accomplishing, I forgot about celebrating. So fixated on getting it done, 
I didn't know what to do after it was done. And I created new goals and new tasks, never stopped to celebrate. I wanted more and expected more. And nothing is wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with expecting more from yourself and wanting to do more and even accomplish more. But my God, don't bypass the moments to honor the progress in your life. Don't bypass the opportunity to celebrate what you've done. Don't grind so much you grind yourself to a point where you're not even able to say, you know what? That was a good thing that I was able to do. Oh, I know it's easy. But my goodness, because if you become so fixated on the grinding, you don't know moments when to celebrate. Strong winds can sneak up on you without even knowing. Those strong winds can just show up. And pretty soon, because you don't have a legacy and a history of celebrating, you get blindsided by the strong winds. You see, strong winds will always show up in your life. They come up again in spaces, places, situations, and people. They will always become manifest. But the issue really is, in that moment, can you remember what you've done? Can you remember what you're doing? And not let the opposition prevail. Because remember, the strong winds caused Peter to sink because Peter was walking on the water. But here's the good news, and I'm going to let you go, beloved, this morning. When Peter began to sink, Jesus reached out his hand, pulled Peter from the water, and said to Peter, and some people misconstrue this, because there are those in your life who, when they see you sinking and faltering and falling, they want to lecture before they help you. They want to chastise you, critique you, before they try to lend a hand to lift you. But Jesus doesn't do this. Jesus doesn't give the talk and lecture while Peter is drowning. He rescues him. Then he has a conversation. You of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, again, there are those who say, why did you doubt God? And that's the normal transition. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt what God can do. Don't doubt Jesus. Don't doubt the presence. But remember, Peter's whole journey of walking on water was an act of faith. He could not see. He started in faith. But it wasn't just faith in God. Watch this. This is what I was saying last week. When Jesus bid him come, who got out the boat? It was Peter. Who walked? It was Peter. Walking on water. There was no prayer. There was no tearing. There was no secret potion, no secret words. He just started walking on a word that he got from Jesus. And he was walking. Peter was doing it. Peter, the fisherman, the very waters he had fished in, he was now walking on. The very place he made a living, he was making a life now. He was walking on water. What Jesus is asking, why did you doubt, Peter, what you were doing? Why did you doubt your power? Why did you doubt your gift? Why did you doubt your ability? Don't let strong winds cause you to miss who you are. Don't doubt you. And don't let self-doubt rupture you. And don't let the strong winds cause you to doubt you. And don't let the negative opposition and the naysayers cause you to turn inward on you. You've been doing it. You have been doing it. You have been surviving. You have been winning. You are enough. You are more than enough. You are gifted. You are strong. You are powerful. You are unshakable. You are adaptable. Don't 
you doubt you. Don't doubt you. Don't let self-doubt creep into your conscience and rupture your possibilities. Don't doubt who you are. And don't doubt what you've done. Don't minimize and say, well, it's not that much. Remember, all great things have small beginnings. Don't limit yourself. Don't, don't be the one to talk down to you. Don't be the one to sabotage your breakthrough. No. Stay focused. And somebody needed to hear that today. Stay focused. You're doing an amazing job. You're walking on an amazing path. You are having an amazing journey. Every now and again, pause. Look back from whence you've come. And after you say, God, thank you. Look in the mirror to yourself and say, you did it. You did it. And if you did it, keep on doing it. Keep on moving. Keep on pushing. Keep on striving. Keep on dreaming. Keep on setting goals. But most of all, keep on living. And enjoy this beautiful gift that God has given you. Stay focused. Come on, beloved, let's pray. God, we thank you this morning. And we are grateful, O oh God, that you continue to remind us of who we are and how we are. Like Peter, O oh God, we all have those moments where instead of remembering our power, we focus on what is trying to work against us. Thank you, God, for reminding us we're not judged by those moments because we'll all experience distraction at times. But there's a remedy. There's that beautiful gift called memory. Thank you for reminding us that we have been accomplishing, we have been moving, that we won't let the strong winds prevail. Thank you for that reminder today. Thank you for pouring into us today. Because somebody, oh God, needed to remember that in this season that is filled with so much that is seemingly unexpected, that we ought to stay focused. Focused on who we are and how we are. Thank you, God. We honor you, Lord. As it's in your name we pray. And we say, amen. Thank you for listening to the FCBC NYC podcast. We hope that what you heard was informative and inspiring and in some way created a space for you to have a creative encounter with God. You can follow us on social media and on the internet at fcbcnyc.org. Please follow and also contribute if you've been blessed by what you heard, support us financially that we may continue to offer these podcasts. Thank you again, and we look forward to you tuning back in in the future.